the fourth of six episodes now with Bill Ananra telling his story, How I Slayed the Dragon. Episode four, Peace Breaks Out. Hi, it's Billa. Welcome back, guys. So as I was saying last time, I joined some course including the Peace Education Programme. I was working as a mentor and I was preparing for court. Things were coming together. And as I told you, I'd dodged a bullet by having a couple of charges dropped. I was about to go to court for sentencing. So this is what happened. After six months on remand, I was now clean and ready for my day in court. I was expecting the worst and hoping for the best, a policy I often used in prison. The day finally came, 28th of January 2019, that's a day I'll always remember. I was ready and relaxed, eager to get it done and sorted. I knew the whole process was going to be a blag. I was going guilty for possession with intent of class A's and B's. I was expecting around five years for the four charges. With the help of my solicitor, I found a really good barrister who had an excellent track record, QC Khan. After speaking with him, I felt good that he was representing me. He was pleased to see all the progress I had made. All my references showed that I would successfully become drug free. I'd continue rebuilding family ties and became a prison mentor. It was all excellent ammunition for the barrister in our mitigation. The day came and I was waiting in the court cells right through till early afternoon. I had nothing to do but pray for a good result but I knew I had done my best. Finally I was called up to court number two, Bradford Crown Court. Judge Rose had a reputation for being a hard nut against drugs. I hoped he'd take mercy on me and see I was trying to change my life for the better. Anyway, forget the details, the gavel came down and I was sentenced to four years and four months. I was happy with the result, but what I didn't realise till later was that if I'd only got four years or below, I would have been eligible for TAG. So as it stood, I'd have to serve two years, two months. My EDR, earliest date of release, was 7th of October 2020. Now that I knew my sentence, I could at least plan my time. I honestly believed that karma would look after me since I'd made the conscious decision to change and be the person I wanted to be. And after court, I wanted to continue building on that. My next objective was to get to Cat D. I had to serve half of my two years and two months. With remand time, I had about seven months to go. I thought I'd stay in Leeds and go from there as opposed to going to Cat C first. Not long after, I became a red band prisoner as a library orderly. I had the best job in prison. I got to move around all the other wings. It was a great routine for me. Every Thursdays, I continued to volunteer and facilitate the PEP workshops. For me, the PEP was the thread or the rope that tied together everything else I was doing. I was able to appreciate life even though I was in prison. I started to wake up being thankful for the things I had as opposed to what I didn't have. This gave me the space to mentally take myself out of prison and not get stressed out about the environment. Soon enough, I had more good news. I finally moved off Beirut with more to Airwing, the so-called ISFL or Incentivized Substance Free Living Wing. We moved into one of the cleanest and nicest pads on the wing with ensuite. 
A few months later, as I was making things as comfortable as possible, I got caught slipping. As you guys know, there's a lot of jealousy and haters. One evening on B-Wing, two guys jumped me from behind. I covered up as best as I could and stayed on my feet, but came away with a right shiner and a busted nose. It was done when everybody was coming back off the yard. There were screws there in seconds, so I didn't have chance to fight back or have a straightener. That's how sneaky some people are. They take the coward's way out. I didn't even get chance to see who it was. It turned out I didn't even know them. Someone had paid them to do the hit, probably for some spice. As you all know, prison's a close environment. Word travels fast. I was hot gossip for the moment until the next incident, which was never far off. Next morning, in spite of my new look, I didn't want to hide away. No, I went to work. Everybody was surprised and couldn't believe what had happened to me. Actually, a lot of people were even pissed off. Because, you have to remember, I was helping a lot of people with different things as a prison mentor. I found out later that somehow the situation got sorted out. Calm as a bitch, what goes around comes around. I guess if you want to make an omelette you've got to crack a few eggs. But I didn't let the whole situation slow me down. I continued with Pep and all my other roles adding Shannon Trust Mentor to my arsenal. That was helping prisoners with reading and writing difficulties. As I kept busy time flew by. The Xbox helped with my downtime but what a liberty. £200 for something you can buy on the street for 30 quid. I bought it as an investment. And it was worth it for all the games I played and for all the movies and tunes I had on the hard drive. It killed a lot of time. Around this time, I tried to order some tracksuits from M&M and Sports Direct. But as per usual, things would be out of stock or someone had ripped the pages out of the catalogue. So I had to phone my brother to get the codes. Luckily, my canteens were always fat. I had a couple of G's which lasted for my full sentence and I got help transferring my funds to my prison account. I was always thankful I didn't have money worries and that I didn't need to ask anyone for anything. On Airwing at the time, there were a solid group of lads. We all looked after each other and I had a good network of people boxed off from the servery lad to the laundry lad to wing barber. We even managed to have our enhanced lounge with leather sofas, a big TV, two microwaves, two toasters two brevels and a hot plate complete with fridge, courtesy of the ISFL. But still, HMP Leeds is a Cat B local prison. I felt that I had achieved more than I set out to and wanted to progress and change. I was ready for the next leg of my journey. My Cat D shout was only a few months away. By summer, it was scorching in them little pads with no ventilation. Luckily, I could get out my cell till 7pm in some capacity. But I remember there being some long ass nights. It was next level. Quickly I grafted a 12 inch fan. I knew a guy who had two of them. He gave me it for nothing but I took him some munch anyway. At this time Mo had gone to Cat D. So after 8 months I had to find a new pad mate. Luckily I had the choice of pretty much anyone within reason in the prison. I ended up inviting a guy called Deanie with me till I got shipped out. By this time I had a solid group of lads in Pep with me who came every week and the transformation I saw in them was inspiring. There was Abu who after the Pep sessions would write the most emotive poems which told a story with clever wordplay 
and he would bring them into next week's session and read them out. Then there was Syed, who in the sessions would come out with some very eloquent and insightful things to say. And then there was Kevin, who had a lot of anger issues and only came at first to get out of his cell. He didn't get it at first, but after a few sessions, he really chilled out. There were lots of different people from lots of different backgrounds who all had different reasons for being in prison. Some were only on the course a short time before being shipped out, but everyone seemed to get a clearer perspective and understanding about themselves, and everyone seemed to find it helped them with their time. By this time, the volunteers brought in proper hot drinks and a variety of chocolates, sweets, biscuits and buns, and one volunteer, Havana, would bake the best cakes and quiches. Outside flavours, can't go wrong, yeah? I got to know the volunteers pretty well and I became the unofficial PEP rep. Along with facilitating the workshops, I promoted the PEP in the prison magazine, the Alpha Times. I even got creative myself and did a big painting. I wrote some short poems and other little sayings. I was enjoying being there, helping everyone I could to box things off. At one time, Tony, the head of PEP UK, visited us. Carolyn must have told him about the good stuff going on at Leeds. It was really nice that he had made the journey to come see us all. I've kept in touch with the people from Pep. I've got great relationships with all of them to this day. I don't know after how many weeks my offender manager came to see me. I was thinking these guys seemed to always be on holiday. But he was sound with me. He saw what I was about and paved the way to Cat Day for me. So I started to downsize my things because I accumulated a lot of stuff over my time and I wasn't going to take it all with me. I was only allowed to take three bags. I had at least twice that. So I had the blagging task of going through all my things and packing up. I started to do it little by little here and there. So by the time I was expected to go, I was ready. In October 2019, I said my goodbyes and look forward to an open prison. Luckily, my friend Khalid from the wing was going with me. So come check me out next time as I go to an open prison. It was a trip. Also, I prepare for release. So keep your heads up and keep plugging away as good things will start to happen. Take care till next time.